Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, welcome, friends. My name is Kevin Crawford. It is February 16th, and I am your host this week, the last day of the week. So hopefully you've had a great week and you're headed into your weekend. And my guest this week has been... Reese. <laughs> Reese uh, from South Africa, who we partner with in Overland Ministries. And he is a vocational missionary, yet... As we saw earlier this week in a passage that we are all ambassadors, that we are all everyday missionaries. Um, Someone once said, we're all missionaries. God has just routed our paychecks through different ways. Come on. So maybe you own a company (laughs) and your paycheck is routed by what you do in your company, but you're a missionary. Maybe you're a school teacher and your paycheck is routed through the school system, but you're a missionary. It just so happens that Reese is uh, a missionary and his paycheck is routed through raising support and uh, free to go amongst the nations in different places. So um, with that, uh, I want to ask this question of Reese. As a vocational, meaning you're uh, raising support to be a missionary, how would you challenge us to be everyday missionaries in our spheres of influence, where we work, where we play, where we live, with our friends, family, neighbors, and coworkers, where we go to school, amongst the playgrounds? So how would you challenge us, the listeners, to be everyday missionaries? Cool. Um, I would say the first thing before I can challenge the listeners is I have to tell them this. You are a missionary whether you like it or not. Because if you've asked the question, am I called to be a missionary? You're asking the wrong question. The question is, when and where am I a missionary to? Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that people have to realize is that it's not necessarily a choice to choose missions. It's just who you are. Because even though I go and spread the gospel, like my mom, who's not a vocational missionary, shared the gospel with me. Mm. And if she didn't, who would? Yeah. So I think that's the question is like, we're all listening to this podcast because someone introduced us to the Lord, whether it was family. Okay. So say you grew up in the church, who introduced your family, who introduced your grandparents to the, to the, to the Lord. Right. If they didn't, you would not be listening and you would not know the Lord to this day. Yeah. Someone had to share the gospel with you. Mm-hmm. And so first and foremost, before I can challenge, I wanted to say that. <laughs> and so I'd say the challenge I want to pose to the listeners is to actually believe that you are called and qualified to minister the gospel to someone. Mm. Because people just don't think that. They think they leave it up to people that they deem more qualified. Well, guess what? No one is qualified. The Lord doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Mm. Amen. And you are called. And so the challenge is take him at his word and believe that you are ready to share the gospel, whether it's just the power of your testimony, because that's what the Bible says, mm-hmm. or you have, you have a bit So what is this testimony? To testimony, yes, yeah. is sharing what the Lord has done in your life, how yeah. he took you from darkness to light, yep. plain and simple. Yeah. Um, and just sharing what the Lord's done in your life, that's mm-hmm. also part of your testimony as well. And I'd say the challenge right now is there is some people, there is, I, I actually will be very brave and say, there's no one listening to this podcast that has not felt an urge to share with someone hmm. but as a feared a reaction um, and I want to challenge to not fear a reaction because here's the other thing on the other side of this is 
the Lord is not an inconvenience. To stop seeing the Lord as it may, I think I'm doing three challenges right now. <laughs> the Lord is not an inconvenience in someone else's day hmm. because there's a lot of times I've gone to Walmart and preached the gospel or gone outside Walmart and preached the gospel to someone. And it feels like I'm inconveniencing their day. And the Lord has convicted me on that and gone, if they knew who I was, they would not see it as an inconvenience. It would be the greatest day of their lives. Yeah. And that's not, he doesn't say that in arrogance. That's just the truth. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's multiple challenges here. Believe that you are called yes. and qualified to minister the gospel, whether you're, you have the title of missionary or not. You do have the title, right. just different. Second challenge is to take him at his word that you, are, that you have something to share. Mm-hmm. And then third challenge is that person that you felt nervous to share that you might get it wrong or that you might have a bad reaction. You're not inconveniencing them right. to preach the gospel to them, to quit believing that lie and just go for it. Because if your heart is for them, to, if you do it out of love, you do it out of, out of love. Mm-hmm your heart posture, the Lord will guide you. Right. And so that's my challenge is, because I could easily say, go speak to one person right yeah. now. I, we've all heard those challenges. I know for a fact, Pastor Matt has challenged people to do that. Yeah. Because that's just Pastor Matt's heart. So what stopped you from listening to that first challenge? Yeah. It's believing. Mm. So I say that is my challenge to the listeners. Yeah. Thanks, Reese. I'm challenged by that, you know, and if a uh, senior in high school when I was a freshman didn't see himself as an everyday missionary, I wouldn't be here. I mean, a part, you know, God's sovereignty and all that, but a guy named Dave Atlane, who was a senior, shared the gospel with me as I was a freshman. Amen. You know, and then that, in the everyday stuff of life, that trained me of how to continue to reach out to my peers and do that. And so, yeah, so we're everyday missionaries in the everyday stuff of life, but we've got to see ourselves as that identity that he's given us. Absolutely. And that uh, he's qualified us by putting the Holy Spirit in us, in that that perfect love in us by the Spirit cast out that fear. And we're not to be fear men's reactions to us. And if God is their creator and loves them, he's not an inconvenience if they truly hear and understand Amen. the gospel. So thanks, Reese, for that. Well, that leads us to our passage for today. Um, in Ephesians chapter 2, and we're continuing our series of who are we in Christ, our identity in Christ. Uh, I personally am going through the Ephesians kind of throughout this whole year. Um, I've never just said, I'm going to go through a book in one year. Um, I can read it quicker than a year. I'm a better reader than that, but (laughs) just diving deep into it and uh, reminded over and over who we are in Christ, and then out of who we are, how do we live instead of trying to live into who we are. So, Paul says this, and, and, and just give a little context before I read this, a little Bible nerding, is the church at Ephesus was made up of two distinct groups of people. There were the Jewish people who had the background of the Old Testament and Torah and God's uh, an understanding of the biblical knowledge. And then there were the Gentiles who were from a, a non uh Jewish, obviously, background, a Hellenistic background, a Roman view of the world. Um, And really, like, how can these two groups come together? You know, like, how can Ohio State fans and Michigan fans come together in one church? And, (laughs) you know, um, how can Argentinian and Brazilian football fans come together Mm. under one roof? Let's put a little international flair in there. There it is. (laughs) So... 
And, and so Paul's speaking to both of them in, in this context, and it says this, he came and preached peace to you who were far away, meaning just kind of metaphorically far, the Gentiles, and peace to those who were near, meaning the Jews. For through him, we both have access to the Father by one spirit. Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household. So from that, it, there's kind of multiple things you could, if you were, had the paper in front of you or you have a paper Bible in front of you, and I said, well, highlight what are the identities in this passage. <laughs> there, there would be some multiple ones in this, and I'll just highlight them just verbally for us that you... Um, we have access to the Father, kind of an identity, but you're, you're no longer foreign strangers, but you're citizens. We talked about that earlier this week and members of his household. So for our time, even though the, the verse was 218, through him, we both have access to the Father th- by one spirit. I want to look f- at one word for us, and we are all members of his household. Amen. Amen. Um. So what is that identity of being a member of God's household um, as you look at the scriptures? And, and notice I'm, I'm asking Reese not what does he think, because it's, no, it's not what he thinks. It's what is, how does the scriptures inform what does it mean to be a member of his household? So there's a question for you. I think um, members is an interesting—I love that, because here's the thing I think of. The first thing that came to my mind when you said that and asked me is I felt like to say— even the kids do the dishes. They have a role to play. Mm-hmm. There is no one in a house, in a member of households, in a member of a household that doesn't partake or doesn't do. And no one lives, no one is a member unless they're invited. Yeah. And I think that's just like a, those are the two things that stand out to me. It's like everyone has a role, mm-hmm. even the kids. Yeah. And everyone has to be invited in. Yeah. Also, the house has to be paid for. Like those are like it, with that one word, member of a household. Yeah, that you can take so much away from just that. Yeah, and I, I think I see it um, is that we're invited and we have to accept the invitation, and then we get to be part of the household. Mm. We we're part of the family of God. That you know we Amen. talked about earlier, and I preached on this past Sunday the idea that we are His sons and His daughters, and we not only do we get adopted to be his sons and daughters, but we're adopted into the household. We're adopted into the family. Amen. And we have a really awesome big brother named Jesus yeah. who has blazed the trail for us to have access into that household. So uh, we hope that you have enjoyed this week getting to know Reese. How could we follow you? Is there a way on social media, Instagram, Facebook? Uh, what's the website for Overland Missions? Give us, how can we stay connected with potentially what you're doing, Reese, or uh, Overland Mission itself as well. Yeah. Um, I would first and foremost say like um, the website is the name, Overland Missions. Um, we're also on, on Instagram, and we've got some amazing videos on YouTube as well. And so I'd recommend going and checking those out. Um, as for me personally, I, I have – you can follow me on social media. Um, I think I can send that and link that somehow. Um, but I also – yeah, I think – if you if you see me around as well, yeah. If you see any one of the Overland people around West Michigan, say hi. We'd love to talk to you. Yeah. Um. And also, yeah, we love to be a part of things. And so, yeah, we'd love to be a part of what you guys are doing as well. And so, one way to be involved with me is to involve 
me with what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I'd say that's a great way to, to follow us is through the website, through Instagram and Facebook and also YouTube videos. Um, yeah, and it's, a, it's an amazing thing that Victory Point, the listeners that are listening to this, like we have amazing partners that are also connected with us and right. we'll definitely be doing things in the future together. So, And there's still room on expeditions, meaning missions trips this yes, summer. Yes, absolutely. Yes, so. I know that there's a, there was a massive... Uh, um, call for Mozambique and, yep. and that trip and there's also other trips going to other parts of the world if you feel led to go to South America Middle East or Southeast Asia please reach out yeah. um, you can I, I'd say reach out to someone at, at Victory Point and they can get you in contact with one of us and we'd love to yes. talk to you about your unique role within the Great Commission because you do have one Amen. everyone listening to this has a unique role that the Lord has designed in his Great Commission Yeah. and so when are you sent back to the nations from West Michigan. When do you head out? I actually leave the, f- the March 1st. March 1st, okay. Of this month. And then I will go um, for the season. I'll come back in October, November time and then head out again to Indonesia full time. Great. And then so how can we be praying for you, Reese, as Victory Point, but just as brothers and sisters in Christ as you enter this next season going back into the nations? Uh, I would say... Prayer for open doors. Um, I think that's the biggest thing um, going into any nation. It's just mm-hmm. open doors and finding a person of peace. Yeah. Just to pray for people of peace that we can attach ourselves to, that we can pour into, that we'll, we'll continue the work once we go. Um, and they also show us what needs to be done and they also welcome us in and that gives us credibility and that um, softens people's hearts as well. And so people of peace. Um, and then there's a lot of logistics happening that just praying over logistics and um, yeah, I'd say those are the two biggest things right now. Great. So listeners continue to pray for Reese for the countries he goes to and his, uh, destination country eventually was Indonesia yeah. for a uh, person of peace to, uh, kind of unlock, uh, a people group for the gospel to, to flow there. So, and if you want, if you're interested in learning more about Overland Missions, you can check out their website. You can ask Pastor Matt or I, and we'll connect you with people and really to, the best ways to hear stories and, uh, or maybe to go on an expedition this summer. Yes, um, go on an expedition. Absolutely. So, Highly recommended. <laughs> yeah. So Reese, thanks for joining us this week. We'll be continuing to pray for you and uh, we hope you have a great weekend. Take care. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.